Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? If a man put a penis up her ass, it would turn into a diamond. And Paula? It's Christmas! I should not be saying the F word to strangers. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 141. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Chanaka, Bonica, Festivus, not yet, but Festivus, Krampus, Santa, Reindeers, Elf, Kwanzaa. That's it, Kwanzaa. What did I say? I have no idea. Oh God, I hope it didn't offend anyone. Okay, so anyway, tis the season. Happy December, everyone. This is the Ugly Truth. Hello, thank you for downloading our show and telling your friends and family. This is a great show to listen to when you're traveling to Grandma's house this mm-hmm. week to go see relatives and get really really drunk on eggnog so you can survive the festivities yes right i think so yeah all right so let's just jump right into it shall we how are you ug i'm doing good good i'm so glad you were at my house last week for the ufc the mech it was like a mega ufc card i know it was like ufc like well there was two main cards and yeah two title fights yes which which is means basically there was two fights that were going to go five rounds or potentially could have gone five rounds. Yeah. Because they were belt fights. They were belt fights. Yes. I heard someone say, and I said this the other day to Daryl because, you know, I'm in a fantasy football league and I'm in first place right now. Oh, really? I thought you said you were doing bad. Well, I I was struggling, but I've, I've, I've been able to cling to my first place position. I think I have one more week. And then we go into the playoffs. But I told Daryl, I said, I had heard someone on some podcast, I think it was Joe Rogan, and they had a UFC fighter and they're saying, yeah, I, I hang I, I was going to hang on to my slat. And I'm like, your slat? And it's the belt, the UFC belt. They called it a slat, like a slat of wood or whatever. That, that doesn't make any sense. It sounds dirty, actually. You know, or like those slap bracelets. Remember those long pieces of that you could slap onto your wrist? That's stupid. Okay. All right. Well, I was just saying, I said it the other day. I said, I'm going to walk in with my slat. And Daryl's like, no, you can't say say it because we have slits. That's true. That doesn't sound right. So anyway, uh, unless you're going to walk in hanging onto your lips, I I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, God. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. So it was Conor McGregor and... Jose Aldo and then Mark Mike Weidman Mark Weidman Matt Weidman Chris Weidman Chris Weidman and Rockford something something was like something Rockhold Rick all I know is that Rockhold is a dick and I really can't wait for someone to kick his ass douchebag I I do not like him at all and he's a Northern California guy and it just does not matter to me he's he's like barely a Northern California guy he's from Santa Cruz that's like they're basically like in their own little world it is a very small little microcosm of a community that is true I don't know what his trip was but I we were so over his ass when he won (sighs) he he came from like an acquired 
mecha called Strike Force, and he kind of worked his way up. And yes. he's, kind he's of just old. kind of. I mean, kind of. He's just one of those guys that, like, drinks his own Kool-Aid. I mean, it right. wouldn't surprise me if he literally drank his own urine. The and... only thing I know is when when he won and I already didn't like him. I mean, look, I'm not a big fan of Weidman personally. And you and I have discussed why we don't like the fact that he wears the American flag around his body. That's my only hang up with him. Other than that, I really do like the guy. I mean, he's got four daughters. He's very dedicated to them. He is a talented fighter, but he did kind of look like shit. Anyway, in the beginning, even, but yeah. this guy, he walks in, you know, he gets his belt and he's talking and everything. And of course, me immediately, I'm like, is that his wife? That, that fugly little woman over oh, there? I, I don't it think was it was his mom. I think it was his mother, but he's older. So you never know. Personally, I think he. You thought he was gay, actually. Yeah, right? and, and and it doesn't matter. No, I just it I think he, you know, and I I would think in UFC, I think that's probably a tough thing to be, you know. Uh, yeah, maybe, but I think it's not uncommon. I don't. I can't imagine that it's uncommon. It's probably not uncommon, but I think it's still, you know, like a lot of sports, it's just not. Yeah, you don't talk about it's it. It's not talked about a lot, but I definitely think he's playing for the other team. And that's why you didn't see a lot of people, you know, uh, standing behind him, for lack of a better term, you know, when he <laughs> received his belt. God, I can't You're like, stop oh. talking. Why do I? This is what happens when we, <laughs> when we talk, <laughs> when we talk, you know, I did not notice. I wish I had because then. But the thing is, I have zero gaydar. Zero gaydar. I have told the stories many times where I was in school talking to an older gay gentleman and he said, well, if you grew up like I did in a household where, you know, and you're gay. And I'm like, wait, you're gay. He's like, <laughs> what? What is wrong with you? And, I and said, he's wearing what? like a rainbow tie dye shirt. And you're like, like he's what? sitting there with his legs crossed and he's holding his, you know, <laughs> he's holding a cigarette with a pinky in the air and he's talking, you know, somewhat Drinking, effeminate, you know, mint chai tea and i said you're gay he goes are you kidding me right now are you, are you making fun of me and i said no i didn't know you were gay but i i guess it's because i look at people i don't like i don't really care about their sexual aff affinities or who they're attracted to or you know i never i didn't realize it, just it doesn't was cross our minds well i didn't realize it was important to acknowledge your sexual preference until it became like a thing like, I thought, why can't I just like someone because I like them? I didn't realize right. I had to honor their... And I'm not being, like, gay bashing. I'm just saying that no. I didn't... It was just never something that crossed my mind. So when you're like, oh, no, I think he's gay, I'm like, really? How do you know? I don't even pay attention. He didn't really have a posse with him, so... But, I mean, yeah. that's beside the point. But what yeah. what really... I just didn't care for his whole demeanor, but what really got to us is when he's just <laughs> yeah. like, well, you know, I really think I could have performed better, but, you know, I've been battling, you know, cellulitis and a staph infection. And I'm like, <laughs> like oh, oh my you? God, I'm like, shut up, dude. Shut I up, can't even handle wimp. you right now. You're I a know. total DB. I just totally it's get like, off well, you the know, octagon. I yeah, it's like, stop it. And then... I, well, you know, I personally absolutely adore Conor McGregor. I well, love everything about him. I like him too. The you only, hated him. No, you said you hated him. No, I don't hate him. You no, said you I, wanted to see his mouth beaten. I, the only slapped. thing, the only thing I don't like is I think he is a very poor sportsman. Oh no, and he's not. because I have a son. I don't want my son to see that and think that that is how you play sports and that's well, how you talk to other players. Well, it's the trash talk that he has mastered 
And when when he in 13 very swift seconds in one punch knocked out Jose Aldo. And do you know, sadly, in that 13 seconds while we were watching, I I blinked and I thought that Jose Aldo tripped because I'm just no. like, wait, I'm like, what happened? I'm all, did he, he fall? Yeah. I'm like, I think no, he, he got hit I th- hard. I thought he threw the, the, the fight at first. <laughs> You're and like, so, he threw the fight. I'm like, no, watch this. And so it wasn't until they showed it in slow motion. Oh, he got his whole face punched off. His teeth, <laughs> like, his teeth moved. They did. Like his they whole, did. Every, and, he was hit hard. Isn't that the funny thing about the brain is that <sighs> like God. he was still following through with his punch because uh, he hit him. Conor hit McGregor him. got a good shiner on his. He eye. did get hit. There wasn't even enough time to muster up any kind of excitement. We were just. Yeah, I know it was so quick. It's kind of like you know the orgasm that takes you by surprise. You know, oh you're God! Just like, Don't you hate those? I just had I mean, one of those, and I'm just like, wait a minute! I I didn't even get an opportunity to like. Think of something good. I didn't even get to get my imagination running. Right. I just, I'm like, I barely got to like pull the file to think of what I was going (laughs) to think about. You know what? That is so funny. Sometimes when I'm struggling to, to orgasm, I'll be like, okay, I've got about 10 good fantasies. Which one, where, where am I going this week? Am I in a cabin? Am I, you know, where am I? (laughs) And there's, there's always like the one where it's like the go-to and I'm just like, I can't even start to think about thinking about (laughs) that one. Otherwise it's just like over. That is so funny. And so true. I just, I'm the same way. And sometimes it's like, if I can't even do my, if I can't go to my, you know, trusty old, you know, Bessie. For a it's good just old, not going to happen. Then. And then it's then there's something like there's a time constraint or there's somebody yelling somewhere downstairs. Yeah, or I know. It's it's just time know, to, the time phone to, rings. It's like oh fuck it. Time to turn the dial off and put it back in the drawer. Guess I'll wait for Daryl. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> guess I'll wait till tonight. Poor Daryl. The holidays are almost here, which means it's time to start your shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that, especially if you do what Jamie and Paula did and sign up for an Amazon Prime membership. And right now, you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Christmas time is here. Isn't that like a Charlie Brown thing? I know. Stop with the Charlie Brown. It's the only one I know. It's literally the only one I know. Wait, is it? I don't know why you don't have this, but I do on my iTunes. I actually have a playlist that's all Christmas music. Oh, I don't have that. That's I use iHeartRadio. But you know what? We listen to iHeartRadio Christmas classics before the UFC fight before because we had, you know, you and a bunch of other friends over for the for the fight. And they played it was a little repetitive. And so Malia comes down, she goes, I can't listen to Frosty the Snowman one more time. See, that's why I do the iTunes one because I like the ones that I like. Right. And so, because I mean, they're not going to play Wham or you know the Eagles or yeah. the Carpenters. Well, they might play the Carpenters, but Daryl hates the Carpenters when it comes on. He's just like, he hates really? that Christmas song. Uh, How can you hate greeting cards have all been sent? Yeah, he hates the Christmas it. Christmas rushes through. He hears the Christmas rush. He goes, no. 
And I said, what, does this bring back like a childhood memory for you? He said, he just, he goes, I hate that carpet. I'm like, all right, all right. Well, speaking of singing Christmas songs, the kids this week had their Christmas winter recital. And each grade, they were assigned a song that they sing. Every year, they do this winter recital outdoors, Mm -hmm. of course, at 530 in the evening. Yes. So Olivia's class was singing Frosty the Snowman. Ryan's class got Felice Navidad. Oh, of course they did. Yes, they did. So Olivia's class, actually, they did really good. It went without a hitch. You know, they were all lined up based on height. So Olivia was in the front row, of course, because she's just, oh, you she's know, so tiny. a little nugget. And yes. they had dance moves that they did to the Frosty the Snowman. And I was watching her and she's just, you know, she's just like me. She's got the little rhythm down and... <laughs> She can do. She had gloves on, but she was still pretending to snap when she was supposed to. Oh, that's cute. So after it was over, I started screaming as loud as I could. I'm like, "Whoa, go, Olivia. Yeah. And she's she's like, Mom, stop. You know, oh, my God. Right in the thing. Like not loud. She was like whispering. And I was taking pictures of her. And she was, of course, you know, horribly embarrassed. But I didn't care. So I got a good picture of her. Then comes Ryan, second to last. Of course. Oh, God. So he had to go through every Christmas carol. Yes. Coming out, he's in the last row. And they announce as they're coming out that we have a special treat tonight. The Uh fourth grade class will be singing Feliz Navidad. And our own resident teacher, Mr. Ramirez, will be (laughs) playing on guitar Instead of uh, playing, uh, singing it to tape. So they would be singing it live on their own. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So we have the resident Mexican playing on (laughs) his acoustic guitar. The token Mexican. And I'm just, I started thinking to myself, I'm like, so, so I guess he probably runs the Spanish club and, you know. I mean, if you're going to just have one, right? You know, and I'm just like. He's got to do all things Hispanic. And I'm like, what what would you do if, you know, you were. I guess, so what would happen if you, you know, had a French name? Does that, does that mean you have to run the French club? Or if you were gay, you have to run the gay club? Or You know what's so funny? I was just thinking about this. Guess what my teacher's name, my Spanish teacher's name was when I started high school? Takagishi. Mrs. Takagishi. I had her for Spanish, too. But she ta- I loved she her. spoke Spanish so well. I loved her. I, she was a great Spanish teacher. She was such a good teacher. And she did French, too. I didn't know she spoke French. And then if you if you actually can make your way through the maze of high school and you end up in Spanish 4, you get Mr. Castillo. Pardon me. Senor Castillo. Senor Castillo. Yes, the baseball coach. So, anyways, they come, you know, channeling out onto the little stage area outside. And, of course, you know, my butt is numb right now because I'm sitting on cement pavement. They always make you do these things outside in the winter. Well, of course they do. Of course they do. The good news was is because they were second to last. And I, I can only assume that, I mean, obviously they do it by grade Mm -hmm. You know, kindergarten goes first. But I mean, I I think they also do that because by fourth, fifth and sixth grade, they, you know, I don't know if they just parents care less about their Mm -hmm. children at that grade or people care less about those children. I don't know. (laughs) Well, you know, they've been around. The the shine has worn off. And I'll be honest. I mean, by the time those grades come out, there are less children on the stage as well. So you can tell that those parents or those children also care less about these types of events. (laughs) So there weren't as many. Sure. And so I'm staring at Ryan and... 
lo and behold, there is this girl standing in front of him, and she's about six foot five. Of course. What did, did she grow overnight? I, Likely. I don't really know. And mm. she is just very, Gargantuan. very tall. And so she's standing right in front of him, and I can see my son's ear, and that's all I can see. Ugh. And so he... Mm. You know, peeks his head around and looks at me and I'm like, son, I'm like, make sure you look at me. And so then he pops his head back behind her. And so the guitar starts and the gentleman next to me, directly next to me, he's got a beanie and he's got like, you know, some, you know, weird reddish beard and he's young and he's like, oh, right. You know, this is cool. Guitar. I can dig it. (laughs) He's kind of some like, you know, hipster dipshit. He's a hipster dope. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. You know, I'm like, take a shower, you hippie. I'm just like, yeah, it must have been nice getting your high school sweetheart pregnant at 17, you know, because I mean, he was younger than me. And I'm like, why are you still here? You know, Paula, everyone's younger than you at that school. But I mean, I'm thinking, I'm like, you're still here and these are fourth graders, you know, and I'm like, well, that's true. I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm like, I don't know why you're still here, but right. like you should have a kindergartner, you young whippersnapper. I'm like, you should have gone home and if, or, or otherwise, if you're still here, then you're just a creep. So <laughs> maybe he's dating a teacher. I don't really know. Anyway. So they start singing the Feliz Navidad and the guitar was playing. And then all of a sudden the mic was like, So I'm kind of rummy by this point because I've been there. For, You've been there for an hour. I've been there for 45 minutes. So I'm yes. like, so I'm like, we've got a real hot mic over here. <laughs> hot mic, everyone. Hot so, mic. That's awesome. So eventually they have to cut the guitar from or the microphone to the oh, guitar. Oh, no. So you can still kind of hear the guitar strumming in the background. But mostly we just hear the kids singing Feliz Navidad. Of course. It's just one like the same paragraph of music and then like a chorus and then so they sing it like three times and then by the third time they're singing it kind of quietly like they're they're trailing off and i'm because they don't know when to end (laughs) so that's kind of what happens is so but i i keep trying to take pictures of ryan but all i can see is his ear because this giant girl is right in front of him (laughs) i'm just like this is awful i'm like this is just awful and so the guy next to me, he's like still trying to groove to this, you know, guitar that no one can hear. And I'm just mm. like, God, I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and then I'm like listening to them and I'm like, I don't think they know when to stop. And I'm like, there's been no like, OK, thank you, everyone. They, they just looked, <laughs> they looked like a bunch of lost kids. And so eventually after the the fourth one, I think the teacher stood up and started clapping. And so then everyone started clapping and then the oh, kids, God. you know, shuffled off. So I finally went and got Ryan and I'm just like, God, Ryan, I'm like, happened? I'm like, why'd they put you behind like the tallest girl in the whole school? And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. He's like, I just do what I'm told. I said, didn't they place you by height? He's like, no, he's like, they just had us in rows by our class. I'm oh. like, oh, I'm like, they didn't even care enough to put you by, you know, height. They just, you know, said, go out there. Go out <laughs> there like, and sing your song a hundred times in a row, please, to annoy everyone. I'm like, I'm glad to know that, you know, as you get older, they just start to care less and less about, you know. They just, you know, like I said, the shine wears off. The new car smell is gone. And now yes. it's just a matter of learn your algebra. Good luck to you in middle school. Hopefully you'll make it. I asked him, I'm like, well, when I told you, I'm like, you know, to poke your head out and look at me. I'm like, why didn't you? He says, oh, I thought you said, don't put your head out and look at me. I'm like, why would I tell you that, Ryan? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, 
when I said, poke your head out and look at me so I can take a picture. And he's like, oh, I thought you said, don't poke your head out so I could take a picture. I'm like, that is. Why would I want to take a picture of this girl who needs a bra and needs to be wearing a jacket and get away? You know, it was 37 degrees and she did not have a jacket on. And I'm like, someone talk to her mother, honestly. (laughs) Jesus. It was, it was uncomfortable for everyone. That's very awkward and uncomfortable. Everybody should have worn little sweaters. It was, it was awful. So we Uh, went to Starbucks on the way home, which I was going to say, did you get the celebratory hot chocolate? I can't even tell you the incident that happened with Starbucks. I mean, I can get into it if you want to, but it's, did you yell at somebody the next day? I did. I said the F word again, but to some, uh, did you go back to Starbucks? I, I didn't have to, but we went to the drive through. I got the kids hot chocolate. I got a drink. We went home. The next day, I was unable to locate my ATM card. And so I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, did the guy through the drive-thru not give it back Didn't to give me? It back. So I called them and I said, you know, I came through the drive-thru last night and it was kind of late. I said, I don't think I got my ATM card back. I said, can you check to see? And he's like, okay. He says, if they they kept it it's my it's in the safe he says okay. it takes about five minutes to open the safe can i take your name down and your number and i'll call you back and i said that's fine and this was about eight thirty in the morning and okay. so by one o'clock he had not called me back oh well the rush and so i kept checking my bank account and you know no activity so i'm just like okay i'm like well uh, so I called Does him that back. Mean it's not there. Yeah, I called him back, and the a girl answered the phone, and I'm just like, I need to see if my ATM card's still there. I said I called this morning. I said, but no one's called me back, and she's like, okay. She's like, well, I can look. Can I get your name and number, and I'll call Ugh. you back? And I said, no. I'm like, I, he has my name and number, and he hasn't called me back. Yeah. And she's like, well, unfortunately, he's in a meeting. And she's, I said, well, what this is, is up with your luck with people? <laughs> I said, well, this is really important. I said, because, you know, I have some things I needed to take care of. You know, I'm like, it's Christmas. This is a really important thing. She's like, well, you know, he's in a meeting. And I'm like, well, what kind of meeting? I'm like, this is fucking Starbucks. You guys serve coffee. <laughs> and so I'm like, I need my ATM card. Did they have it? So she finally, you know, looked and called back and said, no, they didn't have it. So I went in the room, the bedroom to tell Victor because I was so mad. Yes. He was sleeping. I walked in there and I stepped on my ATM card on the floor. (laughs) God. It had fallen out of my back pocket and it was under the cat bed. You know, life will humble you so quickly. But I was just in this world. I was. Nothing goes without a consequence. But I was just so mad, and I never say the F word, Jamie, especially to strangers. <laughs> well, maybe it's in. Maybe this is the new you. Maybe this is just the new you. I don't want this to be the new me. <laughs> well, you know what? It's Christmas. It's, I should not be saying the F word to strangers. You know what? Who gives a fuck if it's Christmas? It, I, I mean, do. really. I do. It's about Jesus. It is not about Jesus, and you know this. Why are we even having this discussion? Oh, my God. I'm okay. just saying. Speaking of Christmas, um, I've done, like, no shopping. Oh, my literally. God. Jamie, I am done. I know. And this is so unusual, because normally I'm ordering Christmas presents in October, but... The kids are all adults. First of all, right. Natalie's not here, so we're, we'll be shipping her gift. Uh, now, and the other ones, well, with the exception of Malia, who's at that weird age, she's at 15, so it's like clothes or an incredibly expensive electronic device. So, like, there's no in between anymore. There's no more toys. You know, it's one or the other. So it's like, I think, I feel like this is the transitional year where there's not going to be like a ton of presents under the tree like there used to be. 
last year it was kind of like that because they all wanted things that, you know, they're, they're more, they're closer to adulthood or they're adults. So you don't really go crazy at Toys R Us anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, clothes, shoes, things that are, you know, or, you know, like, like an iPad or something. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. You know what? Our tree's kind of like that. Like we have a lot of presents under there, but they're small. Yeah. Because they're little, they're little children and they, they are, that's kind of the point. I told Daryl, I say this every year since they've gotten older. I really miss going to Toys R Us and buying like $150 worth of toys and having our tree literally brimming with boxes i know like i don't even know if we've bought any toys to be honest like that's kind of weird but you know what it's it's just but kids are different now yeah they want their nintendo and their the games that go with it or they want you know one action figure or they want you know an event or they want these really cool shoes i mean i don't know maybe it's different for everybody i really don't know my point is is i've done no shopping and I mean, there's like, I've done some, but I need to get my shit together. I need, I just need to just go out and do it. I don't even know how much I can actually order online. Now I may have to actually go out there with the masses well, and buy things. I mean, we're done shopping, but I mean, some of the stuff is still in transit. And so yeah. that's like my fears. I don't like not having everything like on site. So yes. once everything's on site, then I'll feel better. You'll feel a lot. You'll feel relieved. Yeah. But I feel more comfortable when everything's on site and wrapped. That's yes. that's my big thing because well, yeah, th- I don't understand how you guys wrap everything the night before. Like that, that makes my back hurt just thinking really? about it. Oh, no, it's really fun. We have a good time doing oh, it. It's God. it's just something we've always done. I, I can't even remember the, when we didn't do that. One of the reasons, honestly, that we started doing that is because when I stopped working, I would do all of the Christmas shopping mm-hmm. and Daryl, you know, works, you know, it's not like school where you get a whole week off, you know, he works till the 23rd or sometimes the 24th, depending on the office hours. And so if we wait, if I waited for him to get home to go shopping, we would never get it done. I mean, one year we went Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve at the mall looking for anything to buy because he wanted to be a part of the shopping process. <laughs> And that's fine, except that if I wait till the last minute, then I don't get anything the kids want. And we didn't. I mean, I can't tell you how many Christmas Eves we've been at Walgreens at midnight looking for things to put in stockings because he wanted to be a part of it. And I totally get it. But if I did that, they would never get anything at all. So I buy I buy everything and I used to wrap everything. But he's like, I don't even know what we bought our kids. Yeah. And I said, you're right. And so now we just wait until Christmas Eve. We go upstairs. We pour our cocktails. We wrap. And that's when he gets to be, you know, Mr. Mr. Christmas, because he tells me everything has to have a tag. Everything has to be different. There has to be a variety. Everything gets a bow. Give me that wrapper. I go, why can't we just all, why can't we just use this roll completely and then just move on? He goes, it doesn't work like that. I'm like, okay. That's fine. So that's when he gets to take over and be, you know, involved in the process of of gift giving. So that's why we do Christmas Eve it, because then he can be a part of the process and he can see everything that he bought. Yeah. For the kids. Usually I show Victor everything when it's delivered. And then every night like that he's not working, we usually wrap like two or three presents a night. Yeah. Because he's better at wrapping presents than I am. I'm but horrible at it. Recently... 
And I don't know why I did this. If I wrap a present, especially if it's one of the kids like that they're going to give to someone, I put the mm-hmm. tag, I let them pick out the tag yeah, and then I'll have them write their name on it. But yeah. I've, I've d- wrapped a couple and then I've put the tag on there and now I, I have to have them write their name on it, but I have a couple on there under the tree and now I can't remember like whose is who because, oh, so right. I'm going to have to try and figure out like, uh, yeah. which one is which? Cause you know, I can't remember anything anymore, but right. oh well. Right. Eh, it'll be So fine. if Malia it's... ends up getting like a toolkit or something, we'll just know <laughs> that it's, fine. it's not hers. <laughs> it'll be fine. So, so you, uh, because of some work schedules, you will be coming over for a few hours on Christmas Eve. Yes. Victor has to work. Work, and so we're going to be home by ourselves. And so I said, well, we'll see what uh, you guys are up to and might as well just uh, have a meeting of the minds and get together and spend the evening together. Yes. So our tradition for Christmas Eve is I make Christmas dinner mm-hmm. at, for Christmas Eve. And then we watch the very first showing of the 24 hour marathon of a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. New is the kids, the girls specifically, and of course, Daryl would rather they like to watch Elf before the Christmas story begins. Okay. So we'll probably watch that or The Grinch, whichever one is airing. They watch that. Usually by this time, I have made copious amounts of Christmas cookies and Christmas bark and cake pops and all the treats. And so those are all set out. That's essentially it. And then so having you guys over will be fun because what we'll do is we'll have them make their reindeer food. And then we will decorate some cookies for Santa, which I forgot that we did. And so I told Malia, I go, yeah, we need to do that. So we're going to have stuff for your kids and we'll all decorate cookies. So oh, that'll good. be really They'll fun. be so excited. They're already talking about it, you know, yeah, where so they're going to put everything fun. and, you know, yeah. their cookies and the reindeer food. And yeah. So that'll be a fun. And then by, the, you know, by the time all is said and done, it'll be like 10 o'clock and I'm sure your kids will be like ready to go to bed. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun to have you over. We've never had anybody over really because, you know, when you split custody with children you know that's what kind of why we started doing christmas eve completely because that was the night that we had everybody yeah and so that's what we did so yeah it'll be fun i'm looking forward to you being there yeah we're excited we're excited Mm -hmm. i mean it's better than us just you know chilling at our house trying to you know just do nothing so i agree okay so I am going to allow this because you clearly have something you want to tell me about the TLC shows because you've mentioned it two weeks in a row. So I will tell you really quickly because let's talk about some TV and movies. I did finally watch the Sister Wives Tell All. Mm -hmm. Finally. And I have not seen one frame of the Duggar girls or Kate plus eight. I haven't seen any of that stuff. Okay. I haven't seen either. Oh, but okay. I thought you had, and I wanted to, I wanted no, to dish. No, okay. I was only bringing it up because I was just, well, one, I was going to see, are you going to watch either one of the Duggars or the Gosselin show? Okay. Now you and I vastly disagree. I don't hate Kate Goslin. I know you do. I know you do. We've, you've gotten hostile about it. I agree. My mouth um, looks like an anus right now, just so you know. What does? My Are mouth. You? <laughs> You're making the asshole face. Yeah, I. it's not like I, I'm not like some kind of loyal fan or anything like that. I just don't see what you see. But that's okay, because maybe I'm just being... Maybe I just don't care enough to notice. But her kids are brats. 
And that usually is indicative of a mother who cares. Even though she showcases them on television, they're not these weird robotic, like the Duggar painting a smile on our face type of family. They are very real. And so to me, it's like, no, it's probably not ideal. And in the long run, I mean, out of all the kids she has, one of them is going to go bad. But I will watch it. I just, it's not appointment TV for me. If it's on and I happen to have it on and Daryl's not home, I'll watch it. The Duggar thing, I'm struggling with the Duggar thing. I really am. I just, I feel like it's, and this is something calling a reality show exploitive. It feels incredibly exploitive knowing what they've gone through. It's really difficult for me. Putting Anna on there. Oh my God. Yeah, I agree with that. I just can't do it. And the only with Anna, the only thing I can think of is the reason why she's doing it is I, I kind of, and I'm not trying to equate our show to the Duggar show, but no. you know, there's some, some weeks where we have some stuff going on and we may feel like, Oh, uh, you know, I just don't really want to do the show this week or, right, you know, right. I don't, I don't think I can do the show this week, but we feel like that obligation yes. to do it. And yeah. so I can only feel like if you had a television show that yeah. you might feel this obligation to inform, to inform, especially mm-hmm. if there was something going on. Yeah. You, I, I agree. You might feel like you have to, you know, go out Toe there the and kind of, you know, dispel some sort of, you know, rumors or, or really just kind of, you know, set the record straight or whatever it is that you have to say, um, to kind of, you know, inform people about what's going on. I will watch it, but I really think that it, y- you will be vastly disappointed. Like the sister wife thing. Oh my God. That thing was such a shit show. Wasn't it a joke though? It was I mean, a honest. joke because every time she was asking real questions, They were like, you know, Cody was like, oh, now you're getting to a place where I don't like you and I don't want to talk about it. And it's like, yeah, God forbid you guys admit that marriage is hard. I mean, I'll, hello, I'll raise my hand and admit marriage is rough. I don't know why you have to act like marriage, whether it's with one or four people is, is easy. And wasn't it so convenient for, for Mary just to sit there and, and let everyone paint her a a victim victim. and i'm just like oh i wish every time i cheated on victor that i could be a victim (laughs) well what's funny i'd be like yes look at my young hot boyfriend i'm such a victim my the thing is is that the host tamron manheim what's her name tamron tamron hall tamron hall Hall. she she turned to cody she's like yeah but cody she said that she was in love with him she wanted to leave with him (laughs) right he's like he's like it was just a flirt i'm just like are you out of your mind and i'm like what I'm like, what's happening? And then Mary's like, I was never going to leave. Not on my watch. And I'm like, oh, fuck you, you big lying bitch. You are so lying right now. It's like, come on. But these people, they're just trying so hard to salvage their image right now. Because the thing is, is that they are a miserable lot. (laughs) And most marriages are. For some point, at some point. And the, the other thing, too, is, is you know, this is the funny thing about guilt and mm. being caught. Yes. Whenever you're guilty of something and you're caught. That you're is, very sorry. That is such a great motivator, you know. Isn't it? 
and also, <laughs> doesn't it make you appreciate and value the things that you have or had? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just nothing. Suddenly, suddenly everything looks so much it's better. just like, wow, I love my family. I, I bet love you my do. husband. You know, yeah. my home. Everything is so much better. And it's just like, well, wouldn't that have been good and useful feelings before when you were, yeah. you know, saying that you wanted to leave and that you were screwing someone else right. or, you know, whatever it is that you were doing. I know. But, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. That and honestly, the thing imploded. I think that she's devastated that this guy wasn't real. I think she's heartbroken. I, I do, too. This was all a joke. I totally and do. I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than I swear I thought I had my way out and now I'm stuck. And I think that's why she cries. I don't think it's because she's sorry. I think, yeah, I think she is absolutely devastated that that thing did not work out. You mean this isn't a real dude? I know. I'm screwed. And as far as Kate Gosselin is concerned, I haven't watched anything. But when they showed and filmed her, I'm like, she looks like an awkward 10-year-old girl. Well, she's socially awkward, period. And and when she's filmed, she's like, oh, my God, a real boy. And I'm like, if I was a dude, I'd be like, get the fuck out. I'm like, you, you know, I'd like a woman, please. I'm like, would you grow up? call somebody else because i'm not dealing very with this. and not just not to mention you have eight children <laughs> like beggars can't be choosers that alone <laughs> makes you like 0.01 percent <laughs> of a woman that i want to date but because you act like a squirming you know 12 year old makes it even worse let's be honest she's not going to find quote unquote true love until those kids are in college i mean there's just no way there's no way a man's coming in to raise those children and do you think that for one second she's gonna put a penis in her mouth oh my god she has no idea what sex is like now does she watch porn at all no no she doesn't know what the trends are and and she doesn't know what's expected and she's old she doesn't stand a chance she's a hell (laughs) she does not stand a chance she'd be like i'm sorry you want me to what (laughs) i don't think so her saving grace is she needs to learn to take it up the butt Paula, if a man put a penis up her ass, it would turn into a diamond. There is no way that she would allow that in a billion years. She needs to get an Asian friend and take some lessons because... She was married to an Asian friend. No, I mean a girlfriend. Oh, a girl. Yeah. And get some lessons because that will be her only saving grace is if she becomes like a porn star in the sack. She's going to have to figure herself. She's going to have to figure out her specialty. She's going to have to figure it out. Because that's the only way she's going to keep She anything. either has to be an amazing cook, she has to be no. rich, or she has to be a porn star. And because she has eight yeah. children, she might have to be good at two of those things. Oh, absolutely. absolutely, freaking lutely Okay, well, I guess we'll just have to see. So it is Thursday, December 17th. And producer Deb hastily purchased Star Wars premiere tickets a month ago for tonight lucky you so i turned on the news this morning and i saw that there are people at the theater that we're going to there are people that have been there since three o'clock in the morning and they are watching a marathon of all the star wars movies leading into the seven o'clock showing of the new star wars movie we have tickets for the eight o'clock show and i'm thinking we're not getting in with these tickets there's just no way or we're going to be sitting And our foreheads are going to be brushing against the screen. We're going to be so close. You won't be sitting together. I would. I don't think so. And so why are you guys doing this? First of all, this isn't this isn't me. 
I am not the Star Wars freak. This is this is Daryl. This is Mr. D who went when he was nine years old and saw Star Wars and fell like every other man his age. And now it's part of their fabric. I heard someone say the other day about this, you know, because people have been in line for, I want to say weeks, but I could be wrong. I don't think so. At least a week, though. Yeah. There's people been in line and they're like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm like, what kind of life, though? It's going to be on DVD in six months. And I'm like, what kind of life is this that it's a once in a lifetime opportunity? No life that matters. I'm like, (laughs) what? You want to put this in your obituary or on your headstone? You know, I'm just like, I, you know, in two weeks, you'll be able to go see it with no problems. Well, the thing is, is that the, I think it's for, for producer Dub, and I don't begrudge anybody who has a passion for franchises. He is not alone. There are a lot of people who are super excited about this. I was listening to Adam Carolla this morning. The reviews are coming in and it said basically people who aren't even diehards are going to love this movie. It is very, very good. But then you factor in that there are people who, you know, like people who are really into Disney. It's kind of like that kind of thing. I mean, we did go see Sex and the City, the movie on opening night, all four of us sisters. So I mean, I guess that's the closest thing to understanding what's going on. Agreed. And so he's really excited. And for me, that makes me happy that he's excited about it. But why do you have to participate? Because I'm married to it. That's just what you do. It's what you do, you know? And so I'm already feeling uncomfortable because I know I'm going to be in line with some of these folks. Well, I was going to say, is he going to go ahead of you? And can't you just like meet him there? Well, that's what I was hoping for. (laughs) He said something to me the other night. I was half asleep and he was because he's already preparing. He's excited. He goes, hey. He goes, we're VIP, um, Fandango VIP members. And I said, so what does that mean? He, and then I thought he was going to say something like, that means we get ahead of the line or we get early entrance or something that would please me. But no, it was, well, if for some reason, you know, we can't go, we can just exchange our tickets for a different date. And I'm like, do that. That's what I thought too. I was like, well, that, that sounds appealing. That might be something I can look just forward to. Just go in like a week. Well, Daryl really is excited and I don't blame him. He doesn't want to, he wants to feel like he saw it when everybody else did. And so maybe when you guys get there, he'll change his mind. Uh, you know, That's it's a couple of things, isn't it? Well, a little, but also, you know, <laughs> I, we went to Comic-Con because I wanted to go. Okay. And we endured mm. a lot of people who are diehard everything. Diehard all things that are nerd. Yes. And I, so I almost feel like I owe it to him to do this because I, wish I had something horrible that Victor wanted, <laughs> didn't want to endure. Like a knitting class or something. I, I've got to think of something that's you have really to. bad. You know what? Prove your love to me. Go to Star Wars. Jamie, my life is something bad that he has to endure every day. That's proof. You can double down on something extra. I've got to think of something. Yeah. So that's tonight. I mean, I want to be excited, but I know that the the logistics of the whole thing is going to make me annoyed. I would be getting a migraine just thinking about it. I'm trying really hard to stay positive because this is important to him. He's really excited. And so, you know. I mean, all I know is I just remember how I acted when we were waiting in line to see Fast and Furious 7. Wear comfortable shoes. Yeah, I will. But it's like, I just remember how much I bitched just for that movie. And there was a line for that. You know, So I don't know. Um, I know 
this is what's going to happen. We're going to be standing outside in line and I'm going to be pissed. It's going to be cold and it's going to smell like B.O. It's going to be bad because people have been sleeping and God, I don't even want to know the capes. The masks. Be like, oh, Jesus. The iPod playing sounds. Just start Facebooking the whole thing. That'll I'm make you happy. You, I, I, I told Daryl, I don't think about wearing any kind of paraphernalia. You're going like a normal person. No, he can do what he wants. Just make fun of everybody else. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not doing it. So, yeah, that's tonight. Uh, hopefully we, we do it. Now, there is a movie coming out that I want us to see is the Sisters movie. Yeah. With Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. It's getting good reviews. I, yeah, I know it is. And I, I mean, I agree. I want to see, see it. But I just don't know how applicable it is because. Well, I don't either. But I will say that there was one. I saw a scene today that made me go, yeah, we should see it. Amy Poehler's walking through this party that they're throwing. And she goes, where's my sister? And I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I have to see this. That is true. I mean, I've had a, quite a few people ask about, you know, are you guys going to see it? Because, yeah. you know, obviously everybody knows that us sisters clearly mm-hmm. have a very strong bond. bond. And so they assumed that we would be seeing the sisters movie. But most of the previews, they don't realize that the characters that they play is not necessarily relatable to who we are yeah and it's not relatable to our personalities no it's not but i think there there might be a general overview that we will relate to so i think we should try but perhaps the bond that they have is good so we yes. may check that out now the movie yes. that i'm really wanting to see is daddy's home oh god that's right mark um, Wahlberg. I've never been a big Mark Wahlberg fan, but for I whatever, well, I like Donnie Wahlberg because he's in that show Blue Bloods. But yes, yes. for whatever reason, there's just something about this whole bad boy, you know, persona <laughs> thing, so and adorable. that whole uh, doing pull-ups. I don't, yeah, I don't really know what it is, but I'm just well, you know, he's um he was in Rockstar. Yes, he Loved was. him in that. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah. He's got a nice butt. He's just got a nice everything, Jamie. He's just really attractive. I, I kind of don't like his hair, but other oh, than no. that. Oh, no. I like the hair. I mean, I just. He's got bad hair when he lets it go. I've seen it when it's coiffed and it's really nice looking. This long hairdo that he's doing. I'm. Well, that is true, but it kind of grows forward a little bit. And I'm just not really into that. Yeah. But no, when it's so long... styled, it looks good. He's got these really large arms. I'm kind of an oh, arm. Oh, my God. I'm kind of an arm person mm-hmm. personally and so watching him do- person so i don't really <laughs> well, <laughs> i mean i don't really know about that but yeah who isn't but well i'm just saying so whenever i see you know the previews for this i'm just like <laughs> i just it's i don't know what i'd say it's like a <laughs> It's. I feel like those those cartoon characters. Whenever it shows like a little scent <laughs> coming little through the thing, and oh, then they're like, yeah, you know, the little smoke. They start the like uh, floating in the air. It's like every time the preview comes on TV or the trailer, I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They start floating through the air. He's a good looking wool. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. Go to U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth.
to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so mine's mine's not you know terribly uh, funny, but it's it's typical. Okay. We were at the pet store, and the kids always, of course, like to look at all the animals. Of course. They like to go to the reptiles and look at, you know, the geckos and the lizards. And unfortunately, there's also snakes in that section. Oh and so I keep my distance. You know, I don't like to look at anything too crazy because yeah. I just it creeps me out. And so I was um, down looking at they were having me look at some turtles or something. And so I was squatting down looking at some turtles. And so I stood up to do something and I was like half still looking at the turtles. And as soon as I looked up and I glanced up. I was literally looking in a snake cage and the snake was like sliding up the glass. Oh, God. And so I did my bug like, ah! you know, and I jumped backwards. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, it's a snake. And when we do that, we don't realize our volume of how we sound. We don't. And so I just thought I was just lamenting to my immediate family right there. Well, unfortunately, it was a bit of a scream. And so the other people that were shopping around had paused to stare at me. Oh, dear. Because I had screamed quite loudly. And Victor said, you know, had looked at them and it's like, he's like, it's all right. You know, <laughs> and so... <laughs> Oh, no, no terrorist. No. Yeah. Shooter. But what was funny is, is that I'm like, oh, my God, it's a snake. And we oh, were geez. in this the section the right section. above us with the big sign that says reptiles. Snake. Oh, and dear. so, you know, it's just like clearly it's just like, yes, it is a snake because you're in the reptile section. But did and, one escape or something? No, no that's just it her. was just in the reptile section. And I was standing there, you know, right by the section that said reptiles. And lo and behold, the sign above it said, you know, yes, it was a red boa constrictor or whatever it was. But <laughs> For some reason, it just, you know, surprised me or startled me, but I don't know. It's just, that's funny. I don't know why I always have to be Captain Obvious and, you know, be, be afraid <laughs> well, of it, but. You know what it is? It's so funny because, well, maybe you're not, but I'm hyper aware of my surroundings. Maybe that's why I trip a lot because I'm always aware of everything. I'm always looking around and not at paying attention to myself. I just let my guard down for a moment and allowed myself to get startled by something that I already knew was there. You know, whenever I let my guard down, I get pulled over by a police officer. <laughs> Every time I stop paying attention, I look behind me. I'm like, oh, my God. And I get pulled over. I never get pulled over. I, I've never actually I have I haven't been pulled over. And I don't I don't even think since Olivia was born. Well, OK. The last time I, I can't remember the last time I got pulled over by a police officer, but I have had their finger wagging at me. The last time it was about a year or two ago, I was on my way to the ocean and I had um, Mackenzie, Malia and some other friends and we were going to the beach. We were on the freeway and I was in my car and we were just all like, ha ha talking and laughing. And I was going very, very fast and I wasn't paying attention for just a moment. And all of a sudden a highway patrol pulls up next to me and he's oh. looking at me and, and I'm going like 85 and he turns and he looks at me and he shakes his head no and wags his finger at me. And I was like, all right. And I slowed back down. But oh. he didn't pull me over, thank God. But that was the last time I... But but in the past, when I wasn't paying attention, all of, I'd like gloss over when I'm driving. All of a sudden, boo! I was like, oh my God, you're Holy kidding me. Holy crap. Were you speeding yeah. or something? Always. I'm always No, the last time I got pulled over, Victor was in... 
Iraq and he pulled me over because my registration was expired. Okay. It actually wasn't expired. I actually had the stickers in the car. <laughs> I just, I told him, I said, my husband's in Iraq and I said, I have the stickers. I'm like, he usually does those kinds of things. Oh, you are so bad. Normally my, my soldier does this for me, but he's deployed right now. <laughs> I'm not lying. He always does those things. And I'm like, right. I just I haven't done too. it yet. I said, I don't know if I have to peel it off or I'm like, he's, oh my he says God. he does something with like a razor. I don't know. You know and what? So he didn't give me tickets. No, if you're going to play dumb blonde deployment, man. Jamie, I'm not lying. You threw it all against the wall, man. (laughs) You were throwing it all against... I'm not sure. I don't really know how this works. I'm just not unaware of what paper is. I've only been driving for three months, so I'm not really sure what I'm doing. He said, well, the reason why I pulled you over is you were going a little bit fast. He says, so please slow down. He says, and as far as your sticker's concerned, he's all, you can just put it right on top and then put a razor, make an X mark right through it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'll I'll take care of it right when I get home. Oh, God. (laughs) He's probably just like, girl. (laughs) That's funny. Hey. Whatever works, right? Hey, it did. It worked. Okay, here's my awkward moment. This is this is awkward. Okay. And it's awkward to tell you because it's very personal and intimate, but I'm going to tell you because it's really funny. Okay. And I wanna know I, I wanna know if you noticed anything when you were at the house on Saturday. I noticed a lot of things when I was at the house Clearly. On so now how am I gonna explain this without being too graphic? Daryl and I are very frisky. Mm-hmm. We have a very healthy sexual relationship. I've clearly never been, you know, secretive about that. You're not shy about that. Not at all. But there was a time period that he was really mourning the loss of his daughter. And so yes. things were kind of off kilter a little bit. It wasn't like we hadn't had sex in a month or anything, but it just wasn't as rigorous and as normal as it normally is. Mm-hmm. And I've actually said this to you guys before, you know, that he's very passionate. Right. And so... He's starting to get back into the swing and okay. things are really great again. Okay. So <laughs> Thursday, things are getting frisky and nothing had really happened yet, but he was starting to get into his groove mm-hmm. and he was starting to head south. Oh. Okay. And so, which is not uncommon, but I mean, I don't know what happened, but somehow I didn't have full control of my arms at some point and I stabbed him in the forehead really hard with my thumb. Okay. Like really hard where it like started to bleed. <laughs> okay. And he's like, ow, what are you doing? And I was like, what? I, he goes, do you not want me to do this? I'm like, no, no, it was an accident. I don't even know what, I don't even know what happened. Like, I don't even know how that happened. So, you know, laugh, ha ha ha. Everything is fine. So next day he comes home from work and he has a massive like scratch. He has a on laceration his, on his forehead. He has a forehead. laceration on his forehead. <laughs> and I said, oh my God. I go, what are you going to tell people? He goes, well, I, I mean, I could tell him it's a war wound. I go, it looks like an old man sore. I go, you got to tell him your wife has like got claws or something. But it was really embarrassing. He still has it. And it was, oh. he was even on Saturday, he goes, should I wear a hat so that no one asks me about this scratch? And I said, I don't know. Is I, it scabbed over? Or? Yes. Okay. Well, I said, I'm so is, sorry. Is it healing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. He probably keeps picking off the scab and re-injuring himself just so he can, like, you know, jerk off to it or something. Ew! <laughs> you know how Maybe. guys are. You know what? They're it's weird. True. Men are pigs. They're weird. It's true. I think you win this week because you alarmed an entire store. Because I screamed, yeah, and yes. at, at Petco, so. 
Yay me! Although yes. you did inflict, you know, wound on a someone else. Wound. So yeah, give, I didn't mean to do it. I'll give I mean, you five thousand points at least. All right, you get ten. I'll share some points. Thank you. So really quickly, I wanted to tell you now. I am not a big. Fa- I'm. This feels like an old fart type of thing. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame every year they induct new people, and it's kind of a. It's a. It's a shit award. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm anything. Like, yeah, to I'm anyone. like, what does that even mean? It doesn't. It's like being in a museum. You, you basically get in a museum, you know, rock and, the rock and roll museum is essentially right. what it feels like to me. But there's always controversy about who gets in and who gets left out and, you know, all this other stuff. I don't give a crap about all the old band. It's like if they didn't get in when they were really hot, it's like, why are we, you know, and then you always have to hear the the musicologist, you know, pontificate about, oh, they're so important to the influences of these and that's and I just get old. I get tired of it. But these are the ones that are going in this year. Steve Miller. Okay. Do you know who that is? Yeah, that's like really old. Steve Miller. Really old. Yes. Deep Purple. Gross. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I, did, I mean, I, why? Didn't they only make like two songs? I thought they only had one hit. Like what? what are they comprised of people that no one would know about that influence like Michael Jackson Deep or Purple. Something? That just sounds like a bad sex position. Or a bruise. I mean, I don't get it. Cheap Trick. Oh, that's a good one. They're a good one. Uh, this one's very good. Chicago, which I can't believe they weren't in. That's long overdue. I thought they were way in, but you know, maybe like they did something dumb, like put in Peter Cetera, and then they didn't. Then they burned Chicago or something. Uh, you know, they're always so trying to the, snub the gays. They love to the snub. And the final one is N.W.A. Who ends with attitude? No idea. Oh, okay. Who is that? It. This. <laughs> NWA. Isn't that an airline? Ends with attitude. Oh, like Uh, like way old school. It's like one of the very first rap groups. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's got all the the one that I can't think of, and he's he's like my favorite. And I could I always want to say Fifty Cent, but it's not Fifty Cent. I'm sure people are yelling at me. It's not him. Oh, look here. Yeah, they did straight out of Compton. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. I love Ice Cube. Easy E, Dr. Dre. Arabian Prince. What happened to him? Easy E, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, MC Ren, DJ Yella, Arabian Prince, and the DOC. I don't know. I don't know any of those people. I mean, I, I know, know a, a no, Dr. I Dre, Ice Cube, but I don't know the rest. Yeah. Well, they're probably influential, but they're in, they're an influential group and I'm glad to see that they're in. And I'm also glad to see that Chicago is in. Me too. I love Chicago. God, I do too. I can't think of a song of theirs that I don't love. I know. I love them too. If you leave me Oh my God. That's my favorite song of theirs. Oh, my very favorite. Love it. Love it. If I I ever got married again, like, you know, I think I could think of like a thousand songs that I would play that are just so sappy. Well, that's the whole point of a marriage, a wedding. I know, but I mean, like, I wouldn't play current songs. Like, I would play songs that probably everyone would hate. It'd be like a 1970s prom. <laughs> it would be. It that's totally the theme, everybody. Get your chiffon. Bring your worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to be taking a week off for Christmas because I clearly have a lot to do. As well as you listeners, I'm sure you'll be being a... Uh, staying busy as well so we'll probably be releasing our show and then we'll have some ugly cuts for you to definitely do that but you know 
get caught up on other episodes and uh, go back to listen to your, some of your favorites. But I think we'll also be good to go on New Year's. I don't plan. I don't believe we'll be planning on taking any time off for that. No, I think just the week because you and I'll have too much to, to discuss. We'll yes. we'll be brimming with information that we need to share with each other. So I'm sure that one week is one week is plenty because usually three days into the quote unquote break, you were messaging. Oh, my God. Did you see? Da, 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 da. You know, there's going to be. There'll be a lot to discuss, I'm sure. So instead of actually releasing a brand new show on the 27th, what mm-hmm. we'll do is we'll just go ahead and release our typical ugly cuts. Yeah. And so we are taking the week off because that will be the week of, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, etc. Yeah. You know, enjoy the time with your family. We're going to enjoy the time with our family. But we will have our ugly cuts um, released that day. And then we'll be back the following Sunday on the new year. And we'll get caught up on how our Christmases went, how our New Year's Eve went, and uh, maybe talk about our New Year's resolutions, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, God. If we ha- if we have any. Yeah. Botox, uh, <laughs> herbal wraps. Yeah. Okay. Enough with the uh, dieting and the uh, wrapping or whatever it is that you're doing. I told Daryl that I was going to go on a juice diet. What? Enough and he with just, that. He just looked at me and he goes, all right. Enough with the photos. Just stop. <laughs> no, it well, yes, I, I have to I'm learning to let it go. I'm just saying that it it was like, okay. Don't let and, someone's lack of talent influence your entire <laughs> life. Agreed. Although, you know what? I can't don't tell me that if you get a picture and you look like and you you think your nose is like ten times the size it normally is and you're like, oh my god, that's what I look like. Jamie, it, I mean it happens. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what a picture of my nose shows. I already know my nose is large. So know, if it shows that my, it's like Conor McGregor says, it doesn't matter if I know I'm number one. It doesn't matter if I fight number two or three. I'm still number one. So it doesn't matter if my nose is, if shows that if it's larger or largest, it's still large. So you're telling me that if somebody who doesn't have the ability to photograph you well takes a photo and it makes it more pronounced. That doesn't bother you? I'm just saying, if I already... That's what I'm asking. If I already think I'm fat and there's a picture that makes me look fat, fatter or the fattest, it doesn't matter because I I already know that I'm fat. I know, but that's... But to me, that... I guess what the way I look at it is, yes, those things may be true. However, talented people can minimize the obvious. And I don't think... There's anything wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. I understand. I'm just saying that I feel I'm already so apathetic about my body. Yes. There is nothing that can make me feel worse about the way I look. You're gaining weight, by the way. You're not gaining weight. Well, you don't look like you've gained. You look like you've lost weight. Well, I'm when I put on my clothes, my body says otherwise. But my whole point is, is that. I have such a low opinion of my body <laughs> yes. that there's probably nothing that anyone could say or do that would make right. me feel worse about it already. So I'm just like, it really doesn't matter at this point. I could stand yeah. naked in front of a crowd of people and they could be saying the <laughs> most terrible things. And I'd be like, go ahead, bring it I've on. Said worse. Yeah. I'd be like there's nothing anyone here could say that I haven't already thought of a thousand times or I've probably it's not true. said to my naked self already. 
<laughs> That's so true. So anyways, so yes. yes, we will be back on January 3rd with yes. a brand new show. Do, do, do. Until then, everyone, mm-hmm. have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy the t- the holidays with your families and your, with your friends. Yes. Um, happy Festivus and Hanukkah and um, whatever All it is. All those other things. Seasoned greetings and happy holidays and uh, happy winter. Happy winter. And we care so much about you and we look forward to seeing you again in the new year. So we'll see you next year. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at uglytruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.